Few better than estimated June quarterly earnings have bolstered hopes that Indian companies may recover faster than previously expected. Management commentaries suggest companies are implementing cost rationalization measures across key sectors to protect EBITDA margins and the bottom line given the uncertainty. So what does the June quarter earnings so far indicate? To understand that, I am joined by Pankaj Pandey, Research Head, ICSA Direct. Hi Pankaj, welcome to the show. Hi. So what's your key takeaway of the June quarter earnings so far? So this quarter stands out for the resilience displayed by most of the companies across sectors. So while the top line was sort of a uh, washout uh, and it was on expected lines, I think the major surprise was on the lower operating cost as companies across sectors uh, have cut down their discretionary spends, mm. such as uh, the spend on travel, promotions, along with some admin costs. So most of the companies have reported uh, better than expected margins as well as bottom line. Okay. So, uh as you said that you know better than expected uh, june quarter earnings probably at least till so far uh, but what worked in favor of this companies is it that analysts were conservative or companies had a better better hold of uh, the june quarter we have seen a uh, decline of nearly 50 to 60 odd percent is what uh, we we have sort of penciled in for most of the companies given the fact that um, the month of april and may did not witness much of a business activity but i mm-hmm. think what was uh, positively surprising was uh, the kind of cost controls uh, companies have undertaken and which is why i think this quarter sort of stands out uh, compared to whatever historical crisis we have seen uh, for the corporate as an entire uh, segment so mm-hmm. uh, from that perspective i think that was a bigger surprise for most of us uh, uh, including the markets Okay, so it was basically companies had a tighter control on their cost, which kind of worked in favor, right? Correct. Okay, so uh, you know, among the sectors which have reported their earnings so far, which sectors, according to you, have positively surprised in June? So in the uh, June quarter, uh, sectorally, if you look at uh, the defensives, have clearly sort of done uh, very well. So uh, mm-hmm. whether it is IT, pharma, or FMCG. so they have delivered a decent set of or good set of numbers and all three these three sectors are expected to sort of deliver positive growth this year and mm-hmm. even for next year and besides these sector i think uh, uh, higher demand for data is definitely uh, benefiting a sector like telecom mm-hmm. and this uh, this quarter is sort of defining for some of uh, the sectors like pharma and it because what is now looking like is that we will have structural triggers uh, which will help these sectors grow over a longer period of time so for example in case of pharma uh, the api inquiries what we are seeing or uh, the commentary which we have got uh, from a lot of companies 
Mm-hmm. It has gone up uh, largely because uh, global players are looking at uh, China plus one kind of a strategy. So besides China, they are looking for another sourcing partner, which uh, they feel India could sort of fill that uh, gap. So that is sort of clearly so, uh, coming out, and uh, the numbers are also sort of displaying that. Similarly, I think uh, from the IT side, uh, what is expected is that because of this COVID crisis, there you will see an increased digitization, and that could sort of benefit uh, IT companies. Because what is expected is that uh, structurally the global spend uh, could go up. So IT and pharma are clearly structural beneficiaries also. So while there are some pockets uh, within these segments which are also sort of not doing well. So for example, in pharma, in in, a, in our domestic sector. The, typically, the domestic growth is somewhere about eight to nine odd percent. But mm. because of uh, the restrictions, uh, the MR movement sort of did not happen, or medical representatives were not able to move. And as right. a result of that, uh, growth was chipped off uh, to the tune of over three to four odd percent. Mm. Similarly, hospitals are sort of operating at half of their uh, design capacity. In a in a sector like even FMCG, I mean, you have segments uh, like, say, cosmetics, skincare, or even nice creams. I think these are the segments which have been sort of badly impacted. So, uh, uh, so there are some uh, uh, sectors which have sort of done quite well. Uh, besides that, I think uh, the other tangent to sort of look at in this particular quarter is that there have been positive surprises in two or three or uh, counts as well. Hmm. So, for example, the rural demand has been sort of uh, doing pretty well. Uh, we had good monsoon last year. And they have good monsoon this year, so mm. that is sort of helping uh, the entire uh, 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 tractor as well as two wheelers. So these two segments are beneficiaries within the auto side. Similarly, I think uh, what we are also seeing is that uh, uh, the discretionary spend, such as spend on travel promotions, and uh, all these have uh, come down. So that has led to a good cost lever for most of the companies, uh, and that has sort of led to more positive surprises. But is there any warning signals that you are kind of uh, seeing at the moment, especially after the management commentary post earnings? So, uh, uh, if you're talking of uh, sectors which are sort of uh, negatively impacted, or where we are yes. still sort of, uh, so uh, so, uh, I think uh, where we are sort of still cautious, or where things are still sort of hazy, is uh, I think uh, one if you look at a sector like banking. Mm-hmm. Now, banking also has sort of given a positive surprise, given the fact that the moratorium, uh, sub- advance book moratorium, is substantially lower than what it was declared earlier. But mm-hmm. I think uh, the challenge overall is that it is still expected that you will see asset quality pressures uh, going forward, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, even RBI is also sort of estimating that uh, we might witness a, uh, uh, a sort of a overall stress of four to five percent of the overall advances. And uh, banks have sort of started providing for that, uh, and they have provided nearly about a percent of it. So, uh, so till the time situation is not very clear, I think things are still hazy uh, in a segment like uh, uh, banking. Mm. Similarly, for commodities, I think uh, the demand pickup has been slightly muted, so which is again uh, not a very uh, positive scenario. I think uh, media as a overall sector has been impacted badly. Uh, one because. Uh, uh, I think the overall spend by most of your key advertisers like FMCG sector and other sectors have come down. Mm. I think the ad rates have also softened, which has sort of impacted the sector overall. Uh, but I think you need to sort of differentiate again between these sectors because, for example, media as a sector is sitting less on leverage, whereas uh, commodity-oriented uh, sectors like, say, infra, real estate, 
or metals i think uh, they are uh, the balance sheet is quite heavy uh, there so they are uh, facing far more challenges than uh, the rest of the other sectors okay all right in the beginning of the conversation you t- you spoke about companies had a better con- uh, control on their cost but uh, uh, i would like to know from you according to you how are these companies uh, you know using this uh, additional savings if i can say that are they using it for uh, business growth or are they using it for paying dividends or probably ac- acquisitions so again uh, see it's a sort of a case to case basis uh, cannot sort of uh, generalize but i think uh, mm-hmm. what we have seen is that uh, there's one set of companies which are sort of uh, 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 using this uh, as to sort of shore up their internal uh, liquidity mm-hmm. similarly i think uh, a good proportion of consumer oriented businesses i think uh, what they have done is that they've cut down uh, on their amp spends and since these businesses don't require money so our expectation is that uh, because of uh, better cash flows mm. i think uh, the dividend expectation from these companies would go up and then uh, you have uh, some companies uh, which are sort of using this on a sort of a permanent basis so basically i think they are trying to become far more leaner uh, so this is a sort of a good uh, 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 opportunity which they have got so they have sort of uh, uh, cut down their uh, cost structure they have uh, Uh, and going forward on a permanent basis they are uh, hoping that uh, they will become far more resilient uh, to a problem like this if it uh, were to sort of ha- occur in future mm. so i think uh, depending on the uh, sectors uh, so uh, balance sheet heavy sectors uh, i think uh, largely for them uh, they are sort of shoring up uh, the liquidity uh, internally to, uh, to sort of manage the crisis better for something like uh, a cash uh, uh, good cash generation uh, oriented sectors like fmcg i think the dividend is something which you would expect that to sort of go up given oh. the fact that these businesses don't really require money to be uh, run then there are some uh, like it i think where uh, you are seeing that uh, the companies are looking to sort of cut down the stock uh, uh, the cost structurally so that they are far more leaner and far more resilient to any kind of a future crisis so but i think in general uh, the companies are using this as an opportunity to sort of become far more resilient i think that mm-hmm. is the key messaging uh, in this particular context right so uh, at this point of time uh, would you be able to tell us uh, what kind of earnings are you expecting uh, going forward i understand there were a lot of eps downgrade at the beginning of this year uh, of course that was when there was a strict lockdown in the entire uh, country now we are opening up uh, do you see an earnings revival at all in fy21 or you think this earnings revival story that we have been always talking about for so many quarters now it's getting delayed further so i think uh, uh, overall uh, uh, what we have seen is that the earnings trajectory has been quite muted uh, and i think uh, it is likely to rem- uh, remain sort of muted uh, for some period of time mm. because uh, the management commentary is also not uh, there uh, that optimistic mm. so if you look at what we have seen is that for fy20 uh, which is already passed or fy21 or fy22 i think the decline or, or in the or the downward revision in earning estimates in has been in excess of 20% for all mm. the 3 years right so uh, accordingly we have uh, an earning of nearly about 400 for fy20 uh, and uh, what is expected is for fy22 you will have somewhere about 540 kind of earnings mm. 
So uh, from uh, that perspective, uh, the earnings are still sort of muted. But then again, I think what you need to sort of look at is uh, again uh, uh, what kind of sectors which are going to contribute. See, mm-hmm. the challenge again uh, uh, is that you still have a banking sector which is contributing nearly thirty-five percent to the index. Absolutely. Uh, so in banking, uh, the challenge is that uh, probably in a one or two quarters, if if this five percent gross NPA does not uh, turn out, or if it is far more lower, then I mm-hmm. think the scenario on the earnings could sort of change in a uh, in a very short span of time, and uh, can uh, positive uh, and you will see far more positive surprises there. So what is your outlook on the stock markets now, considering uh, that markets and uh, economy are in two different paths? Also, that uh, only a few handful of companies which are leading the rally. Uh, we have seen around 40% rally from the March lows. But of course, not every company is giving that kind of returns. It's a handful of companies, especially Reliance Industries. But overall, where do you see the markets going ahead? So... Indian markets, uh, like global markets, have rallied uh, pretty well, uh, uh, nearly up about 40-odd percent in line mm. with uh, what even a big market like U.S. has also done. Mm. So, uh, so definitely there is a V-shaped recovery in the overall market, whereas earning side, uh, you would expect a U-shaped uh, kind of recovery. So mm. I think with broad uh, EPS of nearly about 500 or 540 uh, and nifty levels of over uh, current levels of uh, nearly 10,900 to 11,000 kind of a level, I think we are trading at about 21, 22 times on a forward basis. So, uh, historic uh, compared to historical perspective, this is a quite a rich, uh, rich kind of evaluation now what we are getting. Mm. And also, our sense is that uh, in the next three, four months, a key market like US also might uh, witness some bit of anxiety given the fact that uh, probably you'll have elections there. Mm. And in case if uh, the Trump is not able to win and Biden becomes the president, then there is a possibility that the corporate tax rate could go up. And mind you, U.S. markets uh, last few years have done well largely because of the tax rate cut uh, being uh, done by uh, President Trump. So mm. it is possible that the even U.S. markets also might uh, go into a consolidation mode and we might, uh, and given the V-shaped kind of a recovery, what we have seen and the fact that we still don't have a clarity uh, on a big sector like banking, uh, probably next three, four months, uh, we would expect markets to sort of uh, consolidate. And I think uh, uh, we don't expect big crack in the market, but I think something uh, like a big sector like banking, which has been sort of a muted performer, I think if uh, there is a better clarity and uh, uh, and uh, uh, there is a positive surprise, mm. uh, uh, it is possible that the markets might uh, inch up uh, to uh, uh, previous high levels or probably uh, uh, surpass those levels. So next three uh, to six months, I think consolidation is what we would expect, but not a bigger uh, crack in the market. Mm. And uh, I think if uh, things uh, turn positive in the next three to six months in the U.S. market and uh, domestically, we don't see much of a stress on the banking. I think we are headed for new highs. All right. Thanks a lot, Pankaj, for those insights. And thanks a lot for talking to us. Thank you. For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s at lifemint.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Story. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com.
Hi, I'm HD Smartcast and I hope you're safe and well. The next episode is about to begin. But just a small message of solidarity before that. In difficult times like these, living in isolation isn't going to be easy. But what if working from home, our own comfort zones helps us discover new ways of being? What if this calm, this rest, it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply? While that happens, you can find me at htsmartcast.com Connecting you to the world of comedy, culture, motivation, news. You know, just in case you need some smart company. Thanks for listening. Take care. This was a Live Mint production. Brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.